duit duit nau kita terjebak. Okay, we're good. So this isn't a queue, Harry. Even More though we've, we've just we've just More been Renee. we've just been recording loads of the queues. This is. I actually kind of mentioned it in last week's Friday chat. Yep. And I was going to bring it up on the show, but I felt like it actually could warrant its own episode because it's something that obviously we can dig into, but it's something that's really important to what we do as a business. And it's this thing that when you spend a lot of time marketing your product, raising awareness of it, and then when someone comes into it, like that's only the first hurdle. And what we've established when we look at the board and we look at the funnels is getting people into the top of it and not is not an issue for us. Mm-hmm. Like we know how to acquire customers and bring them into the app. The issue that we run into is keeping them engaged in the app because we know that when people come in and they do certain actions and they use it, they see the value and then they go and convert and they bring the whole business onto the platform. But it's that period that we have to work on. So I just wanted to talk about that really and see how, how what you're working on has an input to it. The, the deals that I'm trying to do has an input to it. Um, but to sort of put a, like a term against it is this is what we call, it's called time to value. So when someone comes into using a software product specifically, it's your job to make them love it as quickly as possible and to get value from it yeah. as quickly as possible because like, we've got to understand that the likelihood of someone downloading the Expert Trades app, they're probably on a work break, having a sandwich, having a coffee. They've been told about it. They download it. And if they don't have a moment in that first five minutes that makes them go, ah, I'll come back. To, even if it's not, I'll use it. It's I'll come back to this later. Yeah. Then they're going to close the app. They're going to delete it off the phone or they're going to close it and just let it sit on there but not do anything with it. So it's this whole thing of how do you get some value across to that user in the shortest period of time. And just throwing a number out there as well is when you look at the people that bought our website a year ago, the average time that someone had been in the expert trades community from those purchases was nine months and a week. So they had a profile, they've collected reviews, they'd know, like, and trust us, so they're happy to buy from us. But when you're building a software product, you can't, you can't start building relationships over a nine-month period <laughs> and expect to have a profitable business. Mm. Um, especially at scale. <laughs> especially at scale. Um, so... We just wanted to sort of dig in, talk about what we're doing around how do we bring value to our users, the, the certain things that we try and think about around this from, from your side of the table and mine, um, and just share some of the things that we're working on. So how about we start off with um, start off with the app, it's topical, because it should be live now. Um, obviously, there'll be updates around how that's going, but the app should be in the App Store. Like, What have we done from your perspective uh, in the new version of the app to help reduce this time to value? Yeah, so... Kind of one of the things I even I keep forgetting, obviously, because I was looking at the new version for so long, is that the inter, the interface when signing up and just kind of the home screen and things like that have just vastly improved. And I, what I mean by that is that the user flow to put in your information in and how things are explained has been made far clearer, simplified, and just more intuitive. And you don't you th- when when you've got a great system. It can be clunky, but you know it works, and that's fine. But that, if that might only be applicable to you, if you're trying to make as many people jump on board and get it straight away, it needs to it needs to just make sense at f- first glance. And that's so. The first thing that we did is we worked on the the sign up flow, didn't we? Yeah. So people coming into the app, 
we've established that when people come into the old app, there's certain information they don't fill in. Mm-hmm. That means when they go in and create their first quote or their, their invoice, it's missing data. Yeah. So we said, okay, how do we make that first quote impressive? And the only way you can do that is collecting all the data before they make it. So as yeah. part of the sign-up flow now, it's little things like putting your company data in and then choosing the template that you want to use, uploading your logo. So as soon as you create that first quote, it feels personal. It mm. feels branded. It's it's something that you've done. But not, just, but not just asking for that information, being able to show what that looks like Visual, down the line. Exactly. Well. Not, so it used to be like, what would you want? Template A, B, C, or D. And now it's like super visual, beautiful mm. imagery. Like this is how we can personalize templates. Um, so that's the first thing we did. So how about the home screen? You talk about the interface. <clears throat> the home screen now is so different. Cause it's weird because I'm used to the current mm. home screen as well. And I was with one of the clients last week which is now last week, it was actually two days ago, um, is he had, the, he had the current app. I nearly said the old app. He had the current app open. And I was like, damn. Like, yeah, like you want to yeah, forget where like, things are. Like, I, couldn't, I couldn't believe like, how much it's changed. So talk about what we've done to the home screen um, and some of the reasons. Yeah, so it's become, there's a lot more information at a glance up front, I'm just pulling it up here so I can see it. But before it was very, very much kind of just menu tiles. It looked great, nice and clean, uh, but it was, you had, to, you had to dig into the app to kind of get the information you wanted to see. Yeah, so, so st- static images never yeah. changed. It was just a tile that basically said quotes and new quote, invoices, new invoice. Yeah, just shortcut buttons basically. Whereas now we've kind of broke it down into sections again, quotes, invoices but that's got live information so you can see how many quotes you've got in draft, how many things are awaiting reply, invoices that have been paid, There's, so you can see the values of where where your documents are. Yeah, but, but take that a step back. <clears throat> so before you, when you get into that for the very first time, it doesn't have any of that data because mm. now what it says is create your first quote, click, create your, and it's actually just a little thing is like prompting that call yeah. to action is like, hey, click this, create your first quote, and then as soon as you created that quote that's worth 400 quid, like you said, that data then pulls onto like a mini dashboard. Mm. Um, and it's this sort of thing where we're, we're trying to show the value to the user. So it's, it's not just a generic home screen. It's your business data as soon as you open it, super personal to you, so you know what's important to you at that point in time. Um, I, I, I generally love the new design. Um, and hopefully some of the work that Ash is doing is he'll be able to show some of the different... So when we like reference this, it'll be like before yeah. and after on like a Facebook post or something. Um, is there anything else around the app side of things of what we've worked on from the time to value stuff? Uh, Offline mode's obviously huge, but it doesn't affect that. Functionality, yeah. Yeah, that's more when they're using it. Yeah, uh, it's, again, going back to kind of the messaging side of things. Um, obviously, we have these kind of messaging campaigns. So when people sign up, we've got, timed messaging to go out or it, not timed so much as based on actions so the the idea is you're not trying to force a user in a specific direction you want the goal is to just make them succeed in the action that they want to do yep so we so we initially thought okay we want to we want them to make we the data suggested that if someone creates a quote then they're going to make an invoice, then they're going to make a customer, then they're going to eventually convert because they go through these steps yep. and it produces a, a, custom, a valued customer to us. But what you don't want is to think, okay, 
every user is exactly the same. If they make a quote, therefore they will make an invoice. Yep. It doesn't work like that. If someone wants to just go in and use the calendar and nothing else, then they should be able to do that. But you don't want your messaging to be, hey, John, make a quote, make a quote, make a quote. Yep. You've made bookings, great, but make a quote. So the idea is to trigger those messages that help the user along the way and succeed at what they want to. <laughs> Mate, and you, you nail on the head and really well put, it's you've actually got like, you've got an end goal to get a conversion and then you yeah. reverse engineer that and you say, so what does a com- how does a conversion, what's the thing that they do before, just before they convert? Um, and they might have got to 10 quotes before they hit the paywall. But we've actually seen that most people don't even get to the paywall. No. They just see value and then they upgrade, but they see value in so many different ways of the app that what you've actually got is like five, six different user journeys. Some people use calendars, bookings, reminders, quotes, invoices, payments, whatever it is. Um, and what your job is, is to find the reason they come in and help them be super successful in that and then educate them around what else you can do mm-hmm. to help and not to push them down the funnel too much, but just to say, we know you're getting value from this. If you do this, this, and this, you'll get loads more value, and here's how you do it. It's like, it is customer success. It's like, you clearly care and get, your job is to make sure when they come into the app, they have a successful experience, and they want to keep coming back in. Um, so that's the app side of it. So then, then I sort of, the reason it came up in the Friday chat is because I was looking at my calendar, and I had a meeting um, with a company that offers to so a different user group, but still related to construction. It's actually landlords. Um, basically a discount card. So a member's discount card, because what they have is a large number of users. Um, so they have what basically can be put down as buying power. So they've got thousands of landlords that these guys all need new boilers and new kitchens and bathrooms when mm-hmm. they're doing properties out. So they've clumped together and got some buying power. So the thing that I was thinking about is there's, there's a couple of things that trade professionals care about, and it's, one, they care about saving time because they're busy. That's what our app does. And outside of that, what else do they care about? And the only thing that I could think about is saving money. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the two things that they need. And do they care about saving money? Maybe not. Do they care about making more money? Yeah. Yes. That, I know that sounds like the same thing, but there's a... And that's how we're going to market this discount card. It's just perception. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what we did talking about this time to value thing is what we want to happen is when you sign up as a member to expert trades with no cost associated to it, you're automatically going to get this discount card, which in two or three of the biggest national merchants in the UK, all of a sudden you're going to be able to save a few quid. And we're actually doing, this might be worth mentioning now is I've been told these prices are fantastic, but when it comes down to it, a landlord is naturally going to be buying higher than a trade is anyway. So we're actually doing this pricing exercise now where we've got like 20 people involved, sent them a list of products and said, find out your best price so we can see if it's competitive. But the idea is really simple, is when John the plumber signs up and he gets a discount card, and in that message it says, hey John, your card number is this on sign up, and on these three products, Mike saved £275 in the last month. That is so powerful as a message in terms of I've just come into this app. I'm already getting value, which in theory should make your job, I don't want to say easier, but it should get more attention on the messaging that you send out, um, which I guess in, in turn does make it easier um, because you, we've already said, we've already made this guy go, I love this thing. I, I'm keeping this app. 
because in the app is his discount card. He physically has to show the app with his number every time he walks into this merchant. So the idea is really simple. It's just get some value across the user as soon as they sign up because some people might not go in and create a quote. They might not go in and create an invoice. Yeah. But we want them to stay in our ecosystem, buzzword, so we can uh, so we can keep adding value to them because if we don't have that community, then like we don't have that value. Like They're not going to come in and do a quote every single time. So that's my that's about how commercially I'm trying to bring value. You're doing it through messaging and user experience of the app. Um, and I, the reason I wanted to get on the show because I think it's really important to understand not just your sales process in terms of getting them into the app, but thinking about from a user's perspective, like why should I give you my attention and time? How do you help me? Everyone's selfish. Like what's in it for me? Yeah, whiffy, that old that old thing. So put yourself in the user's shoes. Don't don't think the best thing since life bread and work out how is the, how is the user actually getting value from your app very very early on and if you find out that most users don't get value until they've spent hours in doing stuff you just need to work out to shorten that yeah <laughs> cool man I wanted to cover that off if you have any questions for the show you can email in at well two should I say hello at experttrades.com two G's in the middle one S at the end and social medias. Again, we're recording this before before our ninja starts, so uh, just email him for now. Yeah, email's good. Email's always good. Cool. 